Good morning, brothers and sisters in Christ. What a joy, a privilege, an opportunity to be counted amongst the living. This is the day the Lord has made. And his word says we should rejoice and be glad in it. Incidentally, that is the the topic of our devotional, the power of joy. This is the day the Lord has made. And we are entreated to rejoice and be glad in it. The power of joyfulness. The power of joyfulness. Anytime we cease to be joyful, we miss out on so many things. It is said that joyfulness is the best makeup in the world. There's no need to paint your faces with expensive, you know, makeup to look good, to appear good. But the best makeup in the world is joyfulness, gladness. And one of the things that the the enemy wants to steal from us is our joy. Why? Because the Bible says that the joy of the Lord is our strength. So when we lose our joy, our gladness, we lose our strength for the joy of the Lord is our strength this morning the Lord is speaking to you and I we live in times that the external forces have the tendency to conspire to buffet us and to cause us to lose our joy and our gladness Escalating prices and all the things that are happening, the things we are hearing, seeing, feeling, experiencing can make us lose our joy. It can bring us to the point of anxiety. It can petrify us, make us, you know, stagnant and always thinking. But in times like these, one of the weapons that the Lord wants us to employ is the power of joyfulness. 
in Psalm 137, the popular, you know, psalm which Bob Marley used for his song, by the rivers of Babylon, where we, you know, laid. And those that, you know, took us captive required of us a song. And we said, how can we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? How can we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? How can we rejoice when things are not going well? When we cannot pay our school fees? When we can buy the things that we used to buy. The Christmas is approaching when we do not know how we are even going to celebrate. Oh yes, how can we sing the lost song in a strange land? But Habakkuk says, that although the fig tree, the fig tree will not blossom, nor fruits be on the, on the vines, though the labor of the olive may fail, and the fields yield no food, though the flock may be cut off from the fold, and there be no head in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength. And he will make my feet like deer's feet. And he will make me walk on my high places. Oh yes. Beloved, I want you to get excited. Because, you know, everything around us will steal our joy. When you turn to the left or to the right, I mean, the things you hear... People's investments have virtually been wiped out. Yes, you can't even redeem your, your, your coupons or your investments. And to 2034, those of us, you know, listening to us in Ghana, I mean, that is the message now. And I'm sure those of us who are listening from other, you know, countries, you have similar things. But in the midst of all these economic challenges globally facing every country, the Lord is speaking to you and I to keep our joy. One of the verses that have always frightened me as a Christian when I got to discover that verse, in Deuteronomy 28, verses 47 and 48, says, because you did not serve the Lord your God with joy and gladness in heart for the abundance of everything. You see, so when we serve God with joy and gladness in our heart, we receive his abundance in everything. But he says, because you do not do that, therefore you shall serve your enemies whom the Lord will send against you. And look at the enemies. In hunger, in thirst, 
in nakedness and in need of everything. These are not spiritual enemies or physical enemies. No. The enemy of hunger, the enemy of thirst, the enemy of nakedness, the enemy of, you know, be in need of everything. And he will put a yoke of iron on your neck until he has destroyed you. Beloved, these are serious matters. We can approach God with a countenance that is sad. He says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and it is into his courts with praise. In his presence, there's liberty. In his presence, there's fullness of joy. Hey, forget about what you're going through. The pain, the news, rejoice. His way says, rejoice. And again, I say, rejoice. Rejoice forevermore. The power of joyfulness. Winston Churchill once said, one of the prime ministers of UK, that success is going from failure to failure without, without loss of enthusiasm. Hmm. Though things are not going well, but you don't lose your enthusiasm and says that is success. Going from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm. Beloved, not being joyful is a sign of failure. It's like we have resigned yourself to failure. Not being joyful is a sign of defeat. Not being joyful is a sign of despair, despair, despair. It's a sign that you have given up. When we are joyful, we receive strength. Oh yeah. For the joy of the Lord is our strength. I was asking God when he placed this topic in my heart to share. The Father, what's, why, I mean, why do we have to be joyful? Spiritually, what do we, you know, gain? And what came to my heart was, if we are joyful, we connect to the frequency of God. We tap into the supernatural. Oh yes, the realm of God comes when we, you know, is accessed through joyfulness and gladness. The prophet, before he spoke to the king, said, "Bring me a minstrel, and let him let her minister to me." And in the atmosphere of joy. Oh, yes, when the minstrel played, the, the prophet connected, oh, yes, to the frequency of God and downloaded the mind of God before he spoke. Oh, yes, yes. So when we are not joyful, we can't receive from God. We can't connect to the frequency of God. To receive revelations, insights, rema. Oh yes. 
When we are joyful, we become confidently restful. When we are joyful, faith is released. And I'm going to expand on that in a minute. Joyfulness is a sign of victory. That Jericho wall came down when they went around seven times singing, praising. Oh yes, as you are joyful, any Jericho wall in your life is going to crumble and fall, disintegrate in the name of Jesus. Rejoice. Rejoice. You see, rejoicing is a sign of faith. And why? Because the Bible says that faith is the substance of things hoped for. And the evidence of things not seen. Normally, you become joyful when you receive the keys to the car. You become joyful when your account says, oh, you have one million dollars. Somebody has transferred one million dollars. You become joyful when the report, the medical report says you are negative of that particular thing. Oh yes. You are joyful when the, the academic report of your children shows they've gotten eight ones or eight A's. But to rejoice ahead of those things means you are exhibiting faith, the substance of things hoped for. So then, though you have not seen it, though you have not experienced it, though you have not encountered it, because you have faith that it is going to be, you rejoice. You rejoice. And that is where you connect to the supernatural acts of God. You qualify for God to step in because you have pleased him. And God is going to turn that captivity. Oh yes, when you exhibit joyfulness ahead of the receipt of that expectation in the name of Jesus. Somebody has to start jumping and hitting the roof this morning. Forget about what your situation and just rejoice. The power of joyfulness. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. Almighty God, lift the light of his countenance upon your lives and grant you his peace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, abide with us now and forevermore. Amen.